This conference championship prop sheet DFS picks in UFC 257 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t shirt. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNN for a $500 risk free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is, it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right. No VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B E T T O R edge.com, promo code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money room to partner in picks, ride real money. Kramer, it's happening. Kramer, dog. All these, all these episodes, and I just, it just dawned on me. You're pointing at the camera to show off a little bicep flex. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, I did. I, uh, I like got some game, Bowflex dumbbells. You know, game recognized. Game recognized game. Been, been hammering out. You know, curls are for the girls. I'm already married, but still, you want to, you want to. <laughs> If you're seeing some veins, yeah. if you're seeing some arm veins pop on the YouTube, you know I just did a couple uh, push-ups. Uh, Best right way to get the, a free uh, scone at the coffee shop is, <laughs> you know, have a little texture. There you go. We got a uh, sweet podcast going. We have uh, we're going to be giving out DFS picks, aka Millie Maker lineups. <laughs> we're going to be uh, breaking down UFC 257 with oh, the yeah. host of the MMA Gambling Podcast, Jeff Fox. And we got a uh, prop sheet out that we just uh, we just posted over on Twitter at Gambling Podcast. Respond to it with your four favorite props on the sheet, and if you hit all four, you get a free Lock Dog Tees T-shirt. Kramer, breaking news though: Frank the Tank, aka Frank Seriani, has been or sorry, Nick. I keep calling him Frank. I know Nick Seriani has on, been dude. named the Eagles' head coach. Ooh. Last three seasons, offensive coordinator of the Colts. Uh, two seasons, two of those seasons finished top ten in points and yards. I'm uh, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about the hire. I think it's much better than Josh McDaniels. Yeah, definitely, I, I was really hoping for that one. I could have talked myself into Deuce Staley, but uh, yeah, Nick. I mean, I, I like what that Frank Reich, Reich offense did. I think they probably brought him in to fix Carson Wentz if they can do that. God bless him. 
If not, uh, Jalen Hurts has some potential, and um, what's not to like about Nick Sirianni? But, Ooh, pretty pretty solid resume. But what did we? What, learn? Do you, what are you throwing shade, Kramer? Well, uh, no, I think this is. I mean, look, I was already laying the the groundwork for a Josh McDaniels. <laughs> I mean, I just it's not Josh McDaniels. He sounds like kind of similar to Doug Peterson in a lot of ways, so step but up. maybe a little. Uh, he's got a little bit more uh, hard edge to him than Doug P. I get. I guess the question, you know, I I guess this becomes, you know, what did we learn from Don Beebe about Frank Reich? That dude, he's just a little bit different. Yeah, and maybe he doesn't like. Why, do we know if he has a coaching tree? Like, are you trying to capture? Are you trying to capture? Well, a I mean, that? Frank Reich uh, had a big endorsement for. Great, uh, great. That's 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 standard Sirianni. operating. Yeah, no, that's standard operating procedure. I, you know, gotta wonder uh, why. Uh, well, I guess if I'm trying to if I'm trying to throw shade, like what's wrong with Deuce Staley? Why does he keep getting passed up? Maybe he's just like a a good like program guy. I, I just I, I don't know what it is, but it's not like other teams are nipping at his heels trying I, to hire him away for even an OC job yeah. or a head coach job. So to I, me, I don't know. I I probably I I like Deuce. He seems like he's a leader of men, as they say. Like, and that's you know, it's always interesting to see the guys that like stick around through different coaches. And obviously, there must be something with ownership that allows him to kind yeah, of yeah, like, good connection. And I and I think he did a good job coaching the running back. So we'll see where he ends and up. And sometimes you need that. But I guess from 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 the perspective of looking to dislike this and and think hopefully this is the beginning of the end for the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I think it just goes back to the fact that it's 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 all it's all on Howie now. I guess. And so maybe there can be a failure here, but I, I mean, from the perspective of he's a, more, a less known guy, they didn't shit the bed and, and do something stupid. Uh, they went after a guy who is going to emulate a system that obviously Jeffrey Jeffrey Lurie likes because it it, it brings him back to the, when they won the Super Bowl. Well, and, and it it really he seems very similar to the Doug Peterson hire, a also another visor guy, but a guy relatively young with OC experience, didn't call plays. I mean, that's Doug Peterson in a nutshell, and even Andy Reid, similar similar experience level, age level of Andy Reid coming in. He's a young guy, but not too young. You know, we're like Joe Brady. You're like, oh shit, some of the players are gonna be older than him. That's kind of odd. And uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. Again, you don't really like. I loved what I saw at the Colts' offense, but how much of, of that is Frank Reich, and how much did Nick uh, take with him? I mean, the couple videos I've liked of him breaking down film, I'm in. Again, cautiously Listen, optimistic. I, I will accept your apology when he's recovering a football in training camp next <laughs> summer, and you love it because no. you threw shade at that last yeah, year. Yeah, that was no. a bit gimmicky, but we'll see what uh what Nick brings. But now you got a new coach and you're going to have to deal with some gimmicky shit and it's going to be great. You're going to have to just say you eat some uh, take some medicine, realize that you know what? I shouldn't have made fun of and all right. The jury is still out on Joe Judge. I know. I know the 6 and 10 season was a stamp of approval. Yeah, I'm ready. But but let's be honest. Let's there go. there are still a lot of questions in New York and uh, we're going to be doing an emergency pod over on the diehard Eagles <laughs> podcast. So uh, put that in your old uh, Apple podcast. that will be dropping sometime tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe. So you don't miss that Kramer. All right, let's do it. We, we came up with a little prop sheet here going back and forth. You know, we just gave up, uh, you know, invented our own props. We'll be breaking down yeah. props books offer on, on the pregame show on Sunday, longest completion, Allen or Mahomes. I'm going Josh Allen just cause I think Mahomes a little banged up, but who do you got? By the way, pretty diabolical to create our own props <laughs> and then answer the question. 
I'm also going Josh Allen. Um, I, maybe this one will turn into a bit chalkier of a play because it, it does seem like Mahomes will be a little banged up. And I lo- honestly, I kind of like the weapon. You know, to Adam, to Bills Mafia's point, I kind of like the big play ability of the Bills' weapons a little. I mean, and there I, were, there were some great. opportunities there against Cleveland. Uh, I, I think they weren't aggressive enough. So yeah, I'm with you, Josh Allen. More passing TDs, Brady or Rogers? I, again, I, I'm obviously on Rogers here. Yeah, I do. You know, Brady's been pretty. Yeah, Brady's right. maybe the dark horse. If there was a price on this, it would probably be like minus one forty Rogers. When I made this, they were both set to two and a half, which I couldn't believe. Yeah, so that is that is high for Brady. I, I like the under there. More receptions, Diggs or Adams? Oh, this is tough. This is this is the foundation uh, of a lot of uh, fantasy lineups. This is. This is just two guys who have been automatic. I mean, if there was a side bet for a push, I might take that mm. because I think that is certainly in play. But again, Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, those are my uh, Stefan Diggs. Those are my guys. So yeah, give me uh give me Diggs here. Uh, you know, I'm going to go Adams because I think they're going to have to do some work. I mm. think the offense is going to have to go to work. And I think Adams is going to have like a 15 catch game. All right. Be a little different too. You know, It'd be as much as I want to just agree with you on everyone. First score in the Tampa Bay versus Green Bay game, field goal or touchdown, Kramer. I want to go contrarian here, field goal. Okay, I'll go. Uh, I'll go touchdown. Keep it chalky. Play the odds. Yeah, that's always priced better. Who will score first, Kansas City or Buffalo? I, I'm again all in on Bills. Bills Mafia, give me the Bills. As l- here's my problem. You can't defer. You can't defer to the like I think Hopefully they're smart enough to do that. I think that was a huge mistake by the Browns deferring. I, isn't this the kind of bet where you just say whoever whoever gets the ball first scores first? <laughs> like I kind of like that. So, uh I think strangely I think Kansas City might start with the ball first. So I'm going to say Kansas City. I think Buffalo's going to defer to Kansas City no. and they're I think not, Kansas City gonna is going to take the ball if they get it. More field goals or turnovers for both games combined. You know, I think I'm going to say turnovers. I think it gets yeah. a little wonky, and uh, maybe we get some weather. It, it's always tough kicking in January, I, so I'll go turnovers. I'm also going to take turnovers. I think this is going to be a popular uh, result, Sean. As you know, the audience can pass on six of these. Unlike us, <laughs> we're going to pick all ten. But I think turnovers is going to be a contrarian play. Over under total points, we set it at one hundred five and a half. I'll go under, just because I I think uh, yeah I don't know it's going to be really close, but I'll I'll take the under. So on one hand, I think the 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 standard football fan is going to be like, well, you only need one game to go off for this to be pretty easy to get to. I would argue the opposite of that. If Green Bay blows out Tampa in some sort of weird way, like thirty five to ten, it it might not be the easiest thing. I'm going to say over though. Cause I, I do think it's too, more roads lead to over than under. Yeah. I guess that's a, that's a good angle to look at defensive or special teams touchdown. Yes. Yes. Just because it's more fun to root for. Well, that's and, my analysis. And, and you look at these teams, like a lot of these teams are rolling out legit return men. A lot of these teams are rolling out defenses that seem to find the end zone anecdotal. Uh, it just seems like we have yeah. a better formula for a defensive score, more receiving yards, Kelsey or the field. And this was interesting because Kelsey did, uh, you know, dominated the league receiving yards field seems I, I'm going field. I'm also taking, cause I field. think I, I'm probably going to slightly fade Kelsey and DFS. So I'll, I'll go field there more rushing yards, Aaron Jones or the field. 
another another this interesting a, one. I'm going. I'm. I guess I'll take Aaron Jones here. Yeah, and we'll touch on this a little bit later with the DFS. But the running back situation this this week is weird. I'm going to take the field again. Taking the field and uh, that sheet is up on our Twitter, our Instagram. So just respond to that with your comment on the four you like. If you go four and zero, oh, baby. Black dog t-shirt time. Kramer. Yes. Speaking of time, time to shout out win bet. That's right. You want to win? Why don't you do it with win bet? That's right. All you got to do go to sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N available now in Jersey, Colorado, Michigan going to be available in the next couple days. So if you're in Michigan, hang tight. We got a $500 risk free bet waiting for you next week. You will be able to do it. And uh, yeah, man, win bet easy to use, even easier to deposit and uh, send in your first bet slip. If a $500 risk free bet, not enough for you. Send in a screenshot of your first bet slip to podcast at sports gambling podcast.com and get a free shirt. Right, free T-shirt and a free $500 risk-free bet doesn't get better than that. SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/win available now in Jersey. Jersey Dgens, where are you at? Colorado Dgens, where are you at? LFG over at SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/wynn. Kramer talking DFS picks for the conference championship game. Millie maker lineups, only two games. I, I kind of w- perfect. Yeah. To me, the three game slate is really where I do my so, best yeah. work. So three sick. game plus, but the game five and six, two, it mixes it up enough Two two games. You know, I, I was struggling. Cause I felt like, Hmm. Am I not chalky enough? Uh, I, or, you know, I, I kept going like, back and forth between how chalky I would want to be. I was trying to get real cute and put Isaiah McKenzie in there, but I, I felt like <laughs> I spent all the money on guys I wanted and it worked out perfectly. So I'm just going to not overthink it. Ride with that. I will be playing probably two lineups at least. Well, th- you know what they say? I mean, don't, don't make it about spending every dollar. I no. mean, don't, don't leave a lot of money on the table, but don't yeah. make it about spending every dollar. Yeah. I, it just kind of ended up working out perfectly. Uh, salary wise, some advice for you this week. Sure. You should, I, I you might want to take a couple bucks and throw a, a lineup copying mine this way. I, I would hate to, I'd hate to win the million all by myself, but uh, all right. not really sure how all these guys fit in those same lines. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling yes. podcast. Okay, a little preet out. I will be. All right, kick it off. Who's your Who's your quarterback for this lineup, Kramer? Uh, for so. I feel like my entire life. Maybe this is me attempting to stop the Kramer FML tour. Uh, but Aaron, I'm become a real Aaron Rodgers fanboy. I'm really, I'm just really digging the uh, the quality quarterback play coming out of Aaron. It kind of a mix between an FU season where where he's also kind of made peace with the head coach, and they've they figured out that wow, having Aaron Rodgers makes my bullshit running offense work better. And holy shit, when I can run the ball, uh, it's a lot more fun to play football. So kumbaya, sixty five hundred Aaron Rodgers. First of all, that's the other thing. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, eleven hundred dollars from the ceiling of the quarterback position, and only uh, four hundred dollars above Tom Brady. Uh, I, I was surprised to see that I was playing potentially a contrarian quarterback. 
this week. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder what the ownership will shake out. Obviously, if Patrick Mahomes doesn't start, well, I, I, I think that's gonna the the whole market's gonna go bonkers because Chad Henney at five thousand dollars. That's that kind of just throws everything for a loop. I will be playing an Aaron Rodgers, yeah. uh, Bobby Tanya lineup. You, you mm. know that, but for for the sake of this podcast. I'm going to kick things off with Josh Allen. Been riding or dying with Josh Allen from the preseason. Thought, uh, you know, them bringing in digs. Uh, and again, I was listening to, uh, you know, some, uh, maybe it was Warren Sharp throwing out some deep nuggets. And he was saying in that first half of the Browns game, uh, Baker Mayfield, five of six on passes that went 15, uh, you know, more than 15 yards down the field, air yards. But they spent a lot of time dinking and dunking with the idea of like, hey, we're going to do this to keep keep the uh, Chiefs off uh, off the field. But really, when you're playing that way, it's you're kind of just pussyfooting around. You yep. really just need to kind of go toe for toe with the uh, with the Chiefs. That's kind of why I like the Bills overall. I think they have that high powered offense that can kind of hang with the Chiefs. So I'm riding with Josh Allen. And again, St- Zach Moss done for the season. That that helps. His um, you know, chance for rushing touchdowns, which we saw Rodgers get one last game. I wouldn't be surprised he gets another one again. Playoff time. It's always fun to throw that first quarterback rushing touchdown because it, in a must-win it's, situation, <laughs> they're more inclined to go for it. And Josh Allen, they draw up goal line plays, sixty-nine hundred. I'm all in on uh, Josh Allen. And we even caught. I mean, we called it out uh, like last weekend. And what what happens? Patrick Mahomes uh, shimmies into the end zone. So. Uh, I like the angle from a value perspective. Running back, Sean. I told you in the this was this was the hardest position for me. It's because it's 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 a uh, it's a cupboard that's pretty bare, and you're you're kind of shifting between sifting between a bunch of guys who have a lot of reasons to not play them. Yeah. First guy I told you in the picks show. I thought that the offense is going to have to run through the running backs. So even as a bring back player, I'm going to go with Fournette. Mm. Uh, I think in a negative game script situation, we could see a, a decent amount of targets here. Uh, I think in a positive great game script situation, Ronald Jones clearly was second fiddle last week. I guess perhaps he gets more Maybe work. Gets a little healthier. Yeah. Uh, he did have a nice like snap to production ratio. He just wasn't getting a ton of snaps. And I'm really not playing this for carries. I'm playing this as a bring back. So I'm playing it more for the reception game. I think it's the way you attack this. We talked about it. The screen game is a nice way to attack this Packers defense. So Leonard Fournette, 5,300. Uh, this I expect to be a very chalky play, but yeah, I was considering playing Leonard Fournette, but then I realized it sounded like a total asshole because we spent the podcast shitting on uh, le- playoff Lenny for not being able to handle the cold weather and not wanting to play in the cold weather. So I can't, yeah. couldn't in good conscience put I, him in the line. But again, I, you're only picking for four teams. You kind of have to swallow your medicine sometimes. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Aaron Jones again. I I, I know I know yeah. Tampa Bay has a good rush defense, but they just keep figuring out ways to get him involved. He was one yard short of the hundred yard uh, rushing bonus last week against the Rams, and very efficient. I mean, he averaged seven point one yards per carry against that Rams defense. They got him involved a little bit in the passing game. Wouldn't be surprised if the, if they do it more this game. So yeah, give me Aaron Jones at a uh, sixty five hundred. I definitely uh, considered playing both running backs in the, in the spot. It just wouldn't make sense with me playing an Aaron Rodgers stack. I think I'll have a lineup that has Fournette and Jones because there's a version of this where they're able to run the ball down, down their throat. And, and, and I didn't but, put a, I didn't play a Kansas city running back, but it's certainly interesting because Edwards Hilaire, he's at 5,000. It seemed earlier on the week. He wasn't going to play. Now he's practicing limited. 
So maybe you roll the dice with him, or do you take Williams <laughs> at forty eight hundred if if you don't think Edwards Hilaire is going to play? I, I don't know. It it I I couldn't decide which one was going to be the guy, so I stayed away because in these GPPs you want a you want a ceiling projection, and with Edwards Hilaire coming off the injury and Daryl Williams. Uh, you know, maybe splitting time with Clyde. Uh, it's tough to see either one hitting the ceiling, but maybe, maybe no one plays Clyde Edwards Lair because um, it's because he's injured. So it, maybe that's your tournament style play. It is a fun angle. It is how the Chiefs attacked the Bills last time. But as we mentioned on the show earlier in the week, uh, as we mentioned earlier in the week, we we don't expect this Buffalo defense to be the same. They were practice squad guys. They were beat up. I don't know if they're just going to have a day. And so I'm going to take the post hype guy and that's Devin Singletary. Yes. 4,500. Everyone was on him last week. He burned everyone, which obviously people are going to back off of it. It it is a weird weekend for the slate. So there is kind of this angle of like, wow, he fits into a lot of lineups. So you, it's almost hard to like which running back is going to get the ownership. Well, and they all fit in that same price. And uh, um, Devin Singletary. The the interesting thing about Devin Singletary is he's really the Bills' only running back option, right? Seven, even though he only had seven carries for twenty five yards, three catches on three targets for twelve yards. You think Dable is going to look at the game plan yeah. and go, "We can't throw this many times. We got to get Singletary involved." And He's a good player at 4,500. A guy who's you're you're guaranteeing the the Bills' rushing volume and and maybe some pass catching stuff. I love it. I'm, I, I'm pairing yeah. him up with uh, Josh Allen. So I I, th- I just think it, it it I do feel like we're opening ourselves up to feel stupid because they just don't like <laughs> this dude's like he's throwing his feet up and being <laughs> like who the fuck need like run the ball really yeah no, no and and so I, I worry about that, but it it did feel like a good way, a good guy to pair with Fournette from a like ownership perspective, just because it got like people are gonna look at they're gonna click on his name and they're gonna be like, Oh, what? What's twenty five yards last week? No, it's not. I'm not doing that again. So a uh, wide receiver one. What are you doing? I mean, I'm stacking with Adams, right? Yeah. Like the lineup started with Adams. No, and it's like, how do you not put Devontae Adams in the lineup? I also have Devontae Adams. And there's an interesting approach of where you can get a lot of the points you would get with Rodgers by just playing Devontae Adams, with the exception of last week where he got that rushing touchdown. For the most part, yeah. you can get these. And Devontae Adams' crazy streak of, uh, I mean, he's got 19 touchdowns. I, I don't know the number of games off the top of my head, but I, I think the last game he played in where he didn't score a touchdown, I. I I'll bring it up, but Jesus Christ, the guy is just—he's just been a beast. Yeah, the last uh, there was one game slipped through that Carolina that weird Saturday game, uh, December nineteenth. But other than that, he's 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 only had three games this season where he didn't score a touchdown, which is insane. And I think you know, getting to my next guy, uh, Stefan uh, Diggs. I, yes, I, I I think like to me, I I started the lineup with Adams and Diggs because. You can pretend like you want to be a smart guy and you want to be the smartest guy in the room and you want to craft a lineup that is different. Yeah. Uh, but but just don't don't be different with these guys. Their floor is so freaking high. I mean, even if you just are a layman and look at the averages, like 
we're looking at a 26 and a 22 point average with insane ceilings. Well, and I, and I threw that nugget when we were talking with uh, the, the oh, Don yeah, of Bills mafia, I love the nugget of every catch he's made in the playoffs has been for a first down or a touchdown. That's insane. And that's a guy you're going to go to in a must win situation when you're feeling pressure in the clutch. So Stefan Diggs is clearly Josh Allen's guy and, and he's going to get a ton of targets and he's just unguardable. Yeah. Rightly so. You got to put Steph Diggs in the lineup. Kramer, we're going to get to the second half of the Millie Maker lineup. Before we do, want to give a shout out to Better Edge. That's right, Better Edge. It's the better way to bet these days. Kind of like a stock exchange. You're buying and selling positions. And the coolest part about it is since you're buying and selling positions, it's no big betting. That's right. Legal no big betting in 40 states. Yes, please. Yes, please. Oh my God. Got you covered. And of course, since they're a friend of the program, hooking you up with a uh, $10 free play. When you use that promo code SGP, just head over to betteredge.com. B E T T O R edge.com. The better way to bet over at betteredge.com. Promo code SGP. Plus, I got a fun little uh, SGPN contest. So, Again, every Wednesday and Saturday, $10 entry, winner take all. They give you a thousand edge coins. Place your bets on college basketball as you normally would. Use up all your edge coins, and uh, whoever has the most come into the night takes home all the cash. Winner take all. Betteredge.com. Promo code SGP. I bet you leave none of your edge coins in the tip no, jar. I don't even. Yeah. You tip your dealers, but not your, <laughs> not your edge coin, uh, edge coin handlers. Do you do you uh, do you tip the uh, sports book guy? Oh yeah. Then okay. that's why again, Ryan, I I like certainly there is a convenience like using the win uh, win bet app. Again, get that five hundred dollar risk free bet. But you know when I'm in Vegas, when I'm at a physical sports book, that is part of the fun. Cashing in the ticket, getting the <laughs> play the lawnmower music. <laughs> I don't have the lawnmower music, Ryan. I like All the feel of is, a ticket. Well, and, and I can't feel it on the app. The you turn it in, and that is actually cool about the the Win Bet app. They actually yeah. it like the 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 app prints out a little ticket. You feel you feel like you're actually in a uh, now, that that's what we need. Yeah, sound incredibly old. We need the small little pocket printer so I can oh. make the bet on the app <laughs> and then and print it out. This is a great little bit we have right. Yeah, we All print right. it out and hold. Get a All mini right, printer. Next net wide receiver to uh, we already. Well, did what they, I was gonna say is oh. when you turn it in, they oh. give you you know like you bet three hundred dollars and you get you know two ninety six fifty back or whatever. Yeah. You take take a little of the, all the all the coins and then the singles. Keep the change, you filthy they, animal. Hey, they love it, Ryan. They love it. They're excited. <laughs> did we? All right. So we did. We are. Did, did did we get through two receivers? Yep. All the right. Third receiver, Tyreek Hill. You're like, Ooh. how the fuck did you do that, Ryan? How did you get all those all that talent? Uh, you know, I wanted to not play Kelsey. I that was an, uh, one of the things I thought uh, strangely, just like in the FFPC, Sean. The Hill ownership will probably not be what the Kelsey ownership is. So I wanted to give myself a little bit of difference because I assumed Adams, Diggs, Fournette will be pretty chalky here. Coming with Hill, a uh, great matchup. You, you look at the Bills, you look yeah, at I mean, TV away. Ho- number Hollywood, one, Hollywood Brown had a couple deep, uh, deep balls where he was open. The Bills are a pretty good defense and they're, they've gotten better of late, eighth in DVOA in the weighted section, but against number one receivers, they're still 23rd on the season. And so I think Tyreek Hill hasn't the opportunity to make some plays in this one. So 7,200. I'm, I have the absolute 
uh, trifecta, Sean. I, I bought the top three receivers on the board. Kramer, I'm I, lockstep with you. Oh, I'm nice. also Tyreek Hill, seventy two hundred. Are we chalky? Just because we didn't want to play Kelsey? Is that well? I, I think tight end flex defense. That's where I'm getting contrary. Okay. And and maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'd be interested to see Aaron Jones's ownership projection. I and I do think Devin Singletary stacking him with Allen is kind of a little contrarian. I, I don't see him being tremendously owned, but again, you know, at, in these two game slates, the ownership percentage is, is fucking all over the place. So um, for my tight end or actually, yeah, you go first Kramer. Who's your tight end? Well, I, I, I I'm going to have another lineup with a, an Aaron, Aaron Devonte Adams stack. But for this one, because of Bobby Tanyan's price, 3,600, yeah. He's the perfect guy to throw in there for the double stack with Adams. Uh, I thought about going MVS again, but I like Tanya, especially in this matchup. You look at the Tampa Bay Bucks, and stopping the tight end is not a, a strong suit. Twenty fifth in DVOA against the tight end in in the receiving game. So uh, again, I I think I think you kind of have to sell yourself on a reason to not take Kelsey. Um, because he's just so goddamn productive, and he has he has what appears to be a pretty good matchup. But every, I mean, every matchup's a good matchup. But well, and, and the Bills were a little tougher on the tight end. They they played Mark Andrews well. Maybe they can slow down yeah. Kelsey, and, and Hill is the is the leverage off the Kelsey. But again, I think so many people are just going to play Kelsey for that insane floor, even with the price tag, because like we said, the running back pricing kind of makes it a little easier to jam some studs in there. Uh, <laughs> you like jamming studs, uh, right? You know, I like jamming studs. So uh, Robert Long, Cox, Tunyon, Tunyon, Bobby, tons of Funyuns. Tunyon. Uh, I'm going to Cameron Brayton. Mm. This guy <laughs> keeps, he keeps getting more and more targets as a late. And I, I think he's kind of sneaky really for me. It, it's just, who do you pick of these? Uh, of the Bucks receiving core, which is really banged up. Antonio Brown didn't practice today. Uh, Godwin is dealing with the quad issue. Mike Evans is banged up. Gronk again seems like they're using him a little bit more for blocking. Maybe Scotty, Scotty Miller. <laughs> maybe I, I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if I put Scotty Miller in my uh, in my Rogers uh, stack. But past two games, he's had six, five targets. I, I think he's due for a touchdown and. And whatever it is, they seem to be scheming up a little bit for him. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And really, at three thousand dollars, you only need to get to like twelve, fifteen points. So for him, that's like you know six catches and a touchdown. He's in there. So I, I think he certainly has that ceiling. And I could see game script wise him coming through. Three thousand. He's kind of my long shot. I was gonna say. I mean, the the other way you can do it, especially if you're playing Josh Allen, is again Dawson Knox. The price allows yeah. you to have kind of a fun double stack. Uh, I we discussed it earlier, but Clyde Edwards-Helaire is who I have in my flex right Ooh, now. Okay. Five thousand. And yeah, you're probably wondering like, what? How, you have nothing but stone cold studs in this lineup. You're right. I am gonna copy it. I definitely oh am gonna copy this God. one. Uh, he's five thousand, which allows me to pivot anywhere I need to pivot. And perhaps I change my defense based on the pivot, but I think, you know, part of what the Chiefs are missing that Clyde Edwards Hilaire did really well is the screen game, is the passing game to the running back. And to me, that that's, you know, Bill's Mafia will, will not be happy with these comments, Sean. But to me, I think that's the area that they, they do kind of struggle. 
And, and while I don't even know if the the numbers uh, prove it out, because I think I think Buffalo shows pretty uh, pretty good on paper. I, I just think that if Clyde Edwards Hilaire is back, that's the area I expect him to do a little bit of damage. So uh, five thousand. I wanted to make sure that I had like my my goal for this one was to make sure I stacked four players from the Bills Chiefs game, regardless of if it, if it was the quarterback stack. So I have mm. a Singletary Diggs. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Tyree Kill kind of mini stack or whatever you want to call it. It's not a mini stack, it's a full stack. But so yeah, I mean I think I think you have to play a running back. Now, what I'll probably do on Sunday is switch to a different guy to be different. And and, and it is certainly interesting, but th- someone's gonna score points. Yeah. And I hear your point about the ceilings, like the multiple guys affects the ceiling. I could see a situation where Clyde Edwards Hilaire was being saved for this game. And now that the injury to Mahomes. It's going to be a different game. I think I don't think Andy Reid comes out with it with it with a, the same old script. So yeah, and maybe he does change it up a little bit, and they and they get Ceh going, and uh, you know just to take off pressure, just to take pressure off Mahomes, so he doesn't take more they, hits. They said he could have played last week. Yeah. So which tells me you didn't think you needed him against the brand. I mean, I think that's part of what it was. I think they didn't feel like they needed him in this game. They know they need him because he was the answer to the question last time for my flex spot right now. Currently as configured, I have Cole Beasley penciled in again. I've just been loving Cole. You love that guy. His knee a little bit of a flare up. Maybe I'm going to keep an eye on it. If, if I'm worried about his knee and I will be consulting with the Don Ryan, uh, if I'm, I'm worried. worried about his knee, I may, you know what? I'm going to do it now. Do it. I'm just, just going to pull it. this trigger. It's the right answer. Put Isaiah McKenzie yeah. in there. 3,100. I think, yeah, you know what the knee, because he was, he had no injury designation Wednesday and then Thursday they limited him. I'll see what the Friday practice report says, but I'm going my, McKenzie. My at sources are saying Beasley's not going to play. Really? I also think is this is this like when I say I have sources or is this you legit? know I you know I know people in upstate New York, Sean. <laughs> uh, the other thing I would say here is that uh, this is a situation where you have an offensive coordinator that wants to show himself out. Who hmm. is the guy that's going to be the recipient of the play? Well, and that and they've Gabe, been saving up all season. And to, Gabe Davis has been banged up, and we saw to get payback. It's either going to be Brown, I, John Brown. Or McKenzie. Well, McKenzie, especially if we're trying to win a tournament, which we are, he is the guy. He had a he's an explosive punt returner. Thirty one hundred, right? Yeah, thirty one hundred. Price is right. And you saw what he did in that Miami game, that three touchdown Miami game. This is what you're hoping for in a tournament like this. So yeah, what am I thinking? And you know he's going to get the random uh, reverse touch. You know he's going to be the guy who's like getting lost in the bubble screen. I I just think he's going to be the guy on the end of the play that they've been saving all year for this moment. Yeah. I like that angle and defense. Yeah. What are you doing defense? Uh, Well, as, as configured today, um, I I have the bucks. I just, it doesn't even make sense, but I just started with them because it felt like, I don't really think like all of these defenses are punt. You know what? I'll switch to the bills that may, I have the extra money. I'll go to the bills. I I don't none of these defenses you can't pay up for the Packers that seems stupid. Well, the I actually have enough money for the Packers, so I'm going to do it because okay. I, I would have maybe gone the Bills. Uh, those are the two teams I'm betting on. If you listen to the Picks podcast, and why not take the team at yeah. home? You know Brady, there all the receivers are banged up. Lenny Fournes doesn't like well, the playoff. Lenny doesn't like the cold weather. Strip sack. 
And also, again, it's not an exact science, but the Bills defense just scored a touchdown last game. I feel like it's hard to do that back to back. Roulette's an exact science. (laughs) You're applying the roulette logic. And uh, and this Packers defense is kind of tightened up a little bit. So I'll, I'll go Packers. And I think that's the angle for the Bills. Like you look at who's playing best right now. It's 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 the cheapest defenses on the board. Like that's who's playing the best. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the Bucks probably has the highest floor. Strangely, just because they'll get home a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe with Bakhtiari out. But that's the reason you like the Bills too. You, you say, okay, Mahomes is going to play, but he's his foot's going to be banged up. So maybe they'll they'll get to him a couple times. And really, that's to me, that's what you're. And and I guess for Brady, the offensive line's been great, but we've also seen games this year where he's looked like complete shit. And that's and that's why I'm back in the Green Bay. I, I mean, we've seen. I don't mind it if you have the money. Yeah, well, I mean, we saw. Um, I mean, look at him in the dome last uh, last week. I just can't help but feel maybe like maybe that's the pivot. Maybe I'll pivot to uh, McKenzie uh, and Packers. There. <laughs> it is I, it is a fun little uh, it's it's a fun little play there. All right, Ryan, we're gonna be talking some UFC 257 in just a moment. Before we do, want to shout out Better Than Vegas. Oh man, Better Than Vegas! If you haven't if you haven't subscribed to our page over on Better Than Vegas, what are you waiting? sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV takes you right there. Subscribe. So you never miss a pick. We got golf. We got MMA. We got NBA horse racing, college basketball, all your SGPN favorites. Sean is someone who loves homemade videos. Yes. Really high quality <laughs> stuff on the SGPN page. I'm better than Vegas. There is high quality production level through the roof. Not, not kidding there. Oh my God. Oh my God. But again, better than Vegas. Free picks. They got free contests, charity challenge. They're doing a, a stable dual contest. And again, all different kinds of picks. Just, you know, you can get lost. Just checking out a bunch of uh go down the better than Vegas rabbit hole. A lot of eyes to get lost in. Plenty of uh plenty of videos out there, plenty of free picks. Head over there and uh subscribe to our page. Easiest way to get there, you can go to better than dot Vegas or just go sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We'll take you right there, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Joining us on the line, he is the host of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Jeff Fox. Jeff, appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you, Captain. Jeff, I appreciate it. And I appreciate the entrance music, too. Very nice. Yeah, I thought we thought we get that fired up, and uh, it's always. I mean, I was really happy when I found uh, the UFC music because that I, I was looking for that drop for a long time, and it really is. It is one of the more badass intro. It's very primal, right? Yeah. I mean, there's two I, and what, what are they saying in the background? I have no idea, but it it gets you hyped up for the idea of a couple people going into an octagon and beating the shit out of each other, well, and that's. Certainly, the appeal of uh, UFC. I was going to say two things I look forward to when we're talking UFC, Sean. One, that sweet, sweet primal music. Two, <laughs> you mispronouncing names. So. Yes, I'm I'm horrible at some of the well because they have a lot of Brazilian, <laughs> your Eastern European, a lot of consonants together. Yeah, not not necessarily my wheelhouse as far as uh, pronunciation. <laughs> but our, all right, uh, Jeff. Before we start breaking down UFC 257 picks. You of course are uh, one of the hosts, uh, the host uh, MMA Gambling Podcast. You also have a partner. Walk us through uh, what we can expect here and that, and of course, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed so you don't miss an episode of the MMA Gambling Podcast. 
but uh, what you know, kind of walk us through the show, the dynamic, and uh, yeah, what what's going on with the pod? Well, first thing you should know is there is a lot of names mispronounced on our show. We're all about <laughs> that, so you would fit right in, Sean. Like, <laughs> I like it. Uh, me and my uh, co-host uh, Daniel Gumby Vreeland, we tend to one of us pronounces one guy's name the one way and the other one pronounces it uh, a totally separate way. So one of us is always wrong, but one of us perhaps is right. Um, And this is like two guys who have been following the sport for like decades too. But there are, there are too many consonants, like you said, uh, or too many vowels. Uh, They're, they're not, uh, yeah, some of these, mostly Eastern European uh, names that we, we struggle on. Uh, Brazilians, I'm more uh, familiar with that because they've been, in the UFC for so long since the start. So I know an R at the starting of a word is pronounced as an H and whatnot, <laughs> so, but yeah, still, um, I'm considering I usually just write about these people and now I actually have to say their name. It's, uh, it's fun. So that's, that's a fun drinking game. Uh, listen to our podcast. Anytime we butcher, anytime we butcher your name, you take a shot. And uh, if you couldn't tell already, you are a, uh, you're up there in Canada now is, is, is Canada. And we have a lot of listeners up in the Canada area. So shout out to <laughs> Uh, up, okay, in the, up in the Canada area, the, like. the Canada, <laughs> up in Canada, the Canada area, as they call it. I want to stop you. Stop you right there first. What do you mean if you couldn't tell already? What is that supposed to mean? Oh, you got a little, you got a little bit of the uh, Canadian flair. Or is is uh, MMA popular up in Canada? Obviously, hockey's huge. I know we get some curling. NFL fans. Yeah, well, curling. We actually have a guy, uh, Adam, the Buffalo, uh, the Buffalo Bills fan and fantasy guy. He's a huge curler. <laughs> He's not from Canada, but Buffalo's kind of close there. What? A, how is a how popular is MMA up in the great country of Canada? Oh, hey, it's uh, very popular, <laughs> pure buddy. Uh, no, it's it was it was probably more popular when George St. Pierre was around. Um, oh yeah, he was huge. Yeah, yeah, he was. He kept winning athlete of the year, uh, and, and whatnot. So, so he was, you know, he, he was right up there with, with hockey players and whatnot. And one of the UFC's biggest events ever was, was in, I'm not sure if it was called Scott at the time or Rogers center, whoever, one, one of the two names, um, where, where the Jays played, they, they packed the place there. So yeah, it, it is, it is uh, fairly popular, um, province that I live in uh, Ontario, basically they just, right. They just allowed MMA a few years back. So it's, it's fairly new that way. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fairly popular. It's not, it's still a French sport, obviously just like it is everywhere else. But, but yeah, it's I would say it's not as popular as during GSP's heyday, but uh, hopefully we can produce another, another star sometimes. Very progressive. Just like the state of New York, finally letting MMA in. (laughs) You can tell these politicians, someone got paid finally. And then it all worked itself out. I I remember when it was a big, like the MMA is finally coming to New York and it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Meanwhile, cut to a decade later, one of the first states to have gambling. So, well, and uh, I'm I'm taking a look at your UFC 257 betting guide, and I'm I'm taking a look at your overall record: two one nine, two hundred nineteen wins against one forty six losses. So Whoa. strong overall prediction. I like the stats. We're gonna we're gonna be. Uh, I think it'll be fun to definitely talk about the Chandler Hooker fight, and then obviously we're gonna get a McGregor uh, Poirier and. Yep. Uh, Contractually took a sh- took a obligated there. as an Irishman. <laughs> yes, gotta and, talk uh, about it. I got to figure out the best way to bet <laughs> on uh, McGregor, even though I do think he's a little bit overpriced. But besides those kind of the main event, co-main event, what are some other fights uh, you're excited to see on this card? Uh, it's on paper, it's it's not your 
not your strongest card, but that tends to be the case with a card with McGregor on it. They don't have to stack their deck because uh, people are going to buy it just because of him. So yeah. you, they don't like in, in a couple months, they're having a, an event with three title fights on the card. So they, they stack events like that, but, but um, which, which allows them when McGregor's around just to have maybe one or two fights, but you know, it, it's still better than, than boxing where, where you got one fight and, and barely anything, anything else worth watching. So uh, like you said, that the top two fights uh, are basically two of the or four of the top lightweights in the world uh, battling it out, and that that weight class, it's kind of uh, the belt's kind of in limbo now because Habib Nurmagomedov has retired. Dana White's trying to force him to come back, even though he promises to his mother that he wouldn't come back. So it's <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, that's a big thing. So, so basically, one of these four guys could could be the champ very soon, is what I'm saying. Other than that they're the only real fights that have any real immediate, um, um, serious ramifications, but, uh, there's always fun fights, um, fun fights in the card. And a lot of times cards with, with no names on it are the ones that, that are end up being the, those, most, the most fun to watch. Yeah. Those end up being the most exciting because the guys have nothing to lose and they're, they're really just kind of going it's like clay, all, Guida, clay Guida effect. Yeah, right? exactly. He was a guy back in the day who just went, you know, just went ham. Dude, All right. A bunch Still of dudes. On, yeah, a bunch of dudes on contract <laughs> contract years. You know, Sean. You gotta, yeah, you gotta no, get paid. I, I mean that is what <laughs> that is always the exciting aspect about the UFC. So Dan Hooker versus Mike Chandler. Hooker, uh, according to the UFC 257 betting guide over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com that you put out, <laughs> Hooker kind of the striker, Chandler kind of the wrestler. Right. I, I'm, I, I'm with you. I when in doubt, I I like going. Striker, just as a as as a fan watching the fights, I, I I don't mind the guy standing up a bunch and just trading blows. I'd rather watch that. I, I mean, jujitsu is a, is an awesome sport, but like watching it live, not as interesting. I, I'd much rather see a knockout or something standing up than uh, a submission via choke. But what do you? How do you see this uh, fight shaking out? Well, yeah, striking is usually your best bet. Um, every fight has to start on the feet and every, every round starts on the feet too. So basically if strike is probably your uh, strikers are probably your best guys to go with. And I did do an article for the site a few months back eight, I think it's called like eight UFC stats. You should know to win money or something, something catchy like that. Ryan came up with <laughs> rich, rich, fat, drunk, baby, Ryan. There um, you go. Site editor. So it, it, anyhow. Yeah. One of, one of the stat that I've been tracking the stats of every UFC fights since starting last year. And basically the stat that predicts the winner most often is superior striking stats heading into a fight. So always it's supplement. It's at this point, I believe it's 70% wow. uh, success and, rate. Yeah. And, and so, so is it, is it just uh percentages of strikes landed or strikes thrown like uh, in the striking stats? What's the one to yeah. really look at? Yeah, there's a there's a site that it's called I believe it's called UFC Stats. Now it used to be called Fight Metric. They have four categories: strikes landed, the significant strikes landed per minute, um, strikes uh, taken or absorbed per minute, and then your percentages. So how how many, what percentage you land your strikes, and what percentage you're able to to fend off strikes. So I basically I, I compare the columns between two fighters, and if one fighter is beating the other one, like what three columns to one or whatever. I, I give him the win for striking. And that simple thing came up with 70% predictor of, of win uh, winners of fights. So, Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, that is exactly. uh that is pretty sweet. And yeah, looking at this, 
Uh, I, I just pulled this up. Strikes landed per minute. SLPM, Ryan. Dan Hooker <laughs> sitting at 4.98, where Chandler only 4.08. So, and not a not a steep price, too. You're laying out a good case for him. Hooker yeah. only uh, minus 135. You can get that over on the WinBet app. And uh, yeah, I like that. I mean, I. And. And. From New Zealand. Oh, wow. What, okay. is, what do people from New Zealand? Tough motherfuckers. Yes. So I don't like to bet against people from New Zealand very often. I <laughs> there's also certain, there's certain countries where if the guy's from, I really have trouble fading. Respect, bro. I played rugby with a couple dudes yeah. from New Zealand. Respect. Maybe breaks out uh, in the haka pre uh, pre fight. Like think about like country strong people, except for they like it's like Maui from Moana. Yeah. If you haven't seen that movie, it's great. We should check it out. But. The other thing, I don't is, know for audience, you don't uh, think a lot of kids, lot of kids right, movies. Right. Okay, it's a pretty good kids. Movie. I mean, The Rock's in it. The whole, no- I mean, sorry, Dwayne Johnson. But the other thing I don't like to bet against is people named the Hangman. Think oh, about how. True. Think about how you get nicknamed the Hangman. Got to right? have multiple deaths to your name. <laughs> I mean, it's old school too. It's very, it's very, yeah. it's very, it's very personal. It's very uh, well, right. And and most places have moved on to lethal injection. So Hangman, not even. <laughs> That that's how old he is. That's how how far back his body count goes. <laughs> I like that. Dang, dirt, sorry, Dan the Hangman Hooker. That just rolls off the tongue. Like that play minus one thirty five. I'm always if I do take favorites in UFC, it's usually I, I don't want to go over minus two hundred for a fight. No. And uh, it, it just because again, it, what's fun about the UFC is anyone really can pull this out. And if it goes to the decision, God knows. What could happen there? And that that brings us to the title fight, Dustin Poirier versus Colin McGregor. It opened McGregor minus one eighty five. Now it's all the way up to minus three twenty five, which is to me kind of crazy. Um, man, I mean, where are you at with this fight? I, I think to me, I, I've read all this stuff about McGregor. He he seemed to have kind of rededicated himself to his conditioning. I was reading about how he goes to this small town in Portugal and isolates himself. Basically, after Diaz choked himself, choked him out that uh, first time, he's like, "I'm I'm never gonna have bad cardio going into a, a fight." He teamed up with some like cycling dudes. Uh, God knows what kind of uh, stuff he's on to help his cardio, but uh, it, it seems like he's really dedicated himself. So I I like him in this fight. And uh, but minus three twenty five, kind of crazy. How, how do you see this fight going down, Jeff? Yeah, this wasn't really a surprise. Uh, we we expected. We did a whole podcast a few weeks back, maybe around the starting of, of January, on just this fight. Uh, if you want to check the archives of our of our podcast, and we expected. I can't remember what the number was back then, but we expected closer the fight got the. the the more, the higher it was going to get from McGregor because all the, all the casual fans are going to want to, going to want to bet, and more than likely they're going to want to bet on him, and they're going to want to pick him, pick him to uh, to win via knockout. So that that might be the path you may want to take. I expect him to win. I expect him to probably win via knockout, which is what he, these two guys, him and Dustin Poirier fought. 2014 and McGregor knocked him out, and it was under two minutes. It was like a minute 53 or something. So th- there's a history there. He tends to finish people quickly, and he tends to knock people out. It wouldn't be a shock if, if he if he wins this fight. But if you want to want to make uh, if you, you do want to put money on on this fight, and you want to you know make it interesting, actually make it worth your while. I, I would go with with props either McGregor winning uh, first round or even second round, or McGregor winning winning be a knockout. That's probably would be a better use of your money. 
Yeah, so I'm seeing McGregor via key, uh, KO, TKO, or DQ at minus one seventy five. That's at least a little bit of a discount. Yeah, it's a but bit better. What about McGregor via decision at plus six hundred? Is that is that crazy to think <laughs> the fight goes the distance? It, yeah, it it could. Uh, I wouldn't bet that it could go the distance, <laughs> but but six but, to one um, for a reason. Yeah, it, yeah. It's if it does go the distance, more than likely he, he would lose the fight. Is is what the the uh, the word in the street would be heading into this fight, or, or most people would think if it's going to go the, to the decision, Poirier is going to beat him because Poirier is thought uh, to have better better cardio than McGregor. McGregor tends to, even though his cardio may have improved, he does tend to to gas out because he he swings for the fences and tries to get guys out of there quick, and he also, for all his bravado and stuff, he does have a knock of quitting in fights when the going gets tough. If, if he's in an uncomfortable type submission, something that won't actually incapacitate him, he, he has tapped out before in fights. So there's a chance that the longer the fight goes, the less chance that he's, he's actually going to win. So there's probably a reason why it's, uh, you're getting six times your money. If you're, if you're betting him uh, winning via, via decision. No, Sean, maybe the angle for someone who doesn't want to be chalky and lay the, the juice or even yeah. take first round is you go second round. I'm seeing that's at 450. Oh, so okay. maybe it squeaks into the second round and he and he ends it there. Like that's maybe a fun way to. I I, I mean, as you're you're contractually obligated to bet on Conor McGregor in some fashion. <laughs> I understand how it works. Yeah, so I'm just trying to figure out how to get it down from, uh, you know, from the minus 325. And now maybe there is. A, I think the over under in the rounds is one and a half. That, so maybe you get a better price on Connor parlayed with the under. Now, Jeff, let me ask you though. If you if you wanted yes. to play the other side of McGregor, is it do you do you grab a, a nine to one submission from Poirier or something like that? Or or do you, uh, yeah yeah. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely that. That's not a uh, that's not a long shot at all. Um, McGregor has has tapped out. Um, like Habib got him in a, in a neck crank and he and he tapped out. He uh, uh, he has lost by submission before. And Poirier does have submission victories uh, on his. I'm just looking up how many he has, but he, he does have quite a few, almost as many submissions as he does uh, knockouts. I believe last time I checked, he's got seven submission wins, twelve knockouts. So it's not out of the question that, that he, he could tap him out. And he is he is the better uh, better grappler slash wrestler. Um, McGregor is, has good wrestling defense, but, but um, there that's, that's not to say that Poirier couldn't get him down and, and tap him out. Uh, that's definitely, definitely um, something, something to look into if you wanted to bet against Mr. McGregor. Well, and it's an interesting angle because it rarely, yeah. I, I can't imagine you're going to get uh, nine to one on a black belt versus a brown belt. Very yeah. Often, so. yeah. No, that's, no that is kind of crazy. And, and kind of, uh, I just pulled up those stats over at ufcstats.com. Submission average every 15 minutes for Poirier 1.3 for yep. uh for Conor McGregor zero. So he's, <laughs> yes. not, he's not a guy that's going to win by submission and then uh, even no. strikes landed per minute. I, I know I'm this right now. I know McGregor kind of the seen as the better striker but strikes landed per minute uh Poirier actually has the slight advantage at 5.57 to McGregor 5.43. I guess maybe what I'll do is I'll, I'll just take McGregor minus 300 and okay. and maybe tie it into something in the NFL parlay with something. I, I think the reality of the situation is like Jeff was highlighting as we get closer to the fight, 
people are going to start betting on. They're yeah. not. They don't know who the other guy is. I mean, right? Uh, they're going to bet McGregor. The price is going to continue to climb. So I get. I guess the angle is, it, it, Sean. Maybe you lock in your McGregor wins second round now, and then if the price climbs enough, maybe you're sitting where you can have like a plus three fifty, plus four fifty both way action. Yeah, I like. Uh, I think what you know what? Yeah, let's just. <laughs> For my pick, I'm going to throw out McGregor first round, McGregor second round. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, split up the one unit between those two. What is your uh, what is your best bet of this UFC 257 uh, fight card? Let's see. It's it's fun spending your money for you here, Sean. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Picks up for you. Um, let me see. Yeah, I, I would. I would steer clear of uh, McGregor unless you're obligated, like you are, obviously, yes. to, to bet on him. <laughs> and, and we do suggest uh, all listeners to the MMA Gambling Podcast you have to put at least a hundred dollar bill on on every fight every every week on the UFC. So yeah, that's just that's just or you're not a true hashtag degen. So that's just what it goes. <laughs> hashtag degens uh, only. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's let's find some numbers that are a bit uh, a bit nicer. Um, yeah, Hooker minus one thirty five is not too bad. Uh, cause, Michael Chandler, as we were talking about him before, um, all American wrestler from Missouri. Uh, he's fought in Bellator, which is basically the second biggest MMA organization in the world. He fought there for 10 years, was their champ, but he's 34 at this point, And you never know what, what he, he's going to be like underneath the brightest lights of them all in the UFC, especially on, on a, a car with millions of people watching like this one. So uh, hooker plus hookers got the, got the style that, uh, that could definitely beat him. And he's a, He's a murderer. We've also uh, uh, clarified earlier on. Um, let me see. I had. It is very chalky, uh, as we were saying earlier. It is very chalky. Um, yeah. Do you have any? Uh, well, I, yeah, me, go ahead. Joe. I'm look, yeah. Sorry. I'm looking for dogs here. I had one, but he's he's plus 100, so he's barely a dog. Uh, Antonio. Antonio. See, I'm butchering words. Antonio. That's a simple one too. Antonio Carlos Jr. Um, Nickname Shoeface. That's, oh, yes. that's the reason right there to bet on the guy. All right. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah. Shoeface. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. And let's, let's, par- let's parlay Shoeface well, with Hangman and McGregor. <laughs> uh, that's my, that'll be my three teamer. Can, can I, uh, you know, as a listener of the MMA yeah. gambling podcast, well, what you. I, what I learned this week on the show is that there is, I think a stone cold lock a little further down the card between oh. a couple women. Oh, the mom fight. Sarah, oh, the mom, the hashtag mom fight. Yes. Uh, Sarah McMahon <laughs> laying only one thirty five in a situation where she should ragdoll her opponent, yes. Juliana Pena. Uh, I, I already got down on that uh, after right. you give gave out that great advice on the show, but that I just wanted to call that one out because the logic makes a lot of sense. Wrestler versus striker, right? Yeah. Um, now I've got now I'm gonna be losing money for my bosses. That's great. It's good to hear. But <laughs> I'm all in. Bad, bad, bad enough losing money for the uh, random degens out there, but you too. Uh, yeah, I, th- that is true. Um, Sarah McMahon. Uh, it is a hashtag mom fight. Uh, she's got <laughs> two kids. Juliana Pena has one. And, and they both just <laughs> like their kids are probably toddlers. They've had like within the past year or two, they've had kids must, the they must be so fun in like the mommy and me groups. Just you know, the, wheels, doubt, eh? the wheels on the bus go around it. Oh, I'm Shut sorry. Up, are you stressed out with laundry? <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. Definitely settling a couple uh PTA fights there. I <laughs> mean, as someone who operates around a school and some stay at home moms, like I would imagine the mom that goes to work and beats the shit out of people. Well, and uh, maybe <laughs> would the, not tolerate any but, of that. Ma- shit. But maybe also they're super Zen. Because 
because all the stress you have from being a parent, you totally relieve it by beating the crap well, out it, of someone. It, in it a is ring. true. The working theory on why the stay-at-home mom is such a filthy c-word. I won't even say <laughs> it, Sean. Is that they they have nothing else to think about. Well, yeah, they smashing get all fired faces. Up. I mean, I don't know about you, but what perfect so, outlet. Sometimes you just need to smash into another human. You know, <laughs> totally destroy them. Uh, Jeff, appreciate you calling in. Make sure you follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff Fox Writer. Make sure you subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed so you don't miss an episode of the MMA Gambling Podcast. Jeff, what do you? Uh, what can the DGens only look forward to coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks? What What are you guys going to be breaking down fight wise? Well, let's see. Basically, every, every week starts with me um, belittling my co-hosts for his horrible picks. <laughs> my picks, my picks have been mediocre, but his picks have just been just been abysmal. Um, so, so that's, that's a nice little shtick we got going, uh, now, um, <laughs> hopefully he doesn't start, start making good picks. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, so this next week's will be a breakdown of, of what happened this weekend, uh, obviously. Um, and there was another fight card this past Wednesday. So we'll be breaking down both of those talk about how horrible we did on Wednesday, but how we bounced back on Saturday and, and killed it uh, with the McGregor fight. Um, and then, um, and then basically after that UFC will be running pretty much every week and we will be breaking down every card every week. Uh, talk about any, any particular news, which is, which is it, which are worth mentioning or letting, letting people know, but any, any inside info you may need to know to, uh, to spend your money wisely on these picks. And then there's, there's a lot of big pay-per-views coming up. Like I said, there's in March, they got a, a triple triple title um, fight, triple title fight. So, um, so yeah, it should be lots of fun. Hopefully, hopefully they can, uh, they keep running and everyone doesn't, doesn't catch COVID in the meantime. So, <laughs> well, and just real quick, shout out to the, the fight night next week for the super bowl. We got a fellow Jersey legend, Frankie Edgar fighting Sean and your favorite clay Guida on the car. Oh so. yeah. All right. A <laughs> lot, a lot of a uh, fight action coming up. Don't miss it. It's all going to be on the MMA gambling podcast with Jeff Fox, Jeff. Uh, thank you. And uh, good luck with the picks. No problem. Thank you guys. Awesome time talking UFC 257. Hey, want to give a shout out to Ace per head. If you're thinking about starting your own online sports book, you can do it. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Sign up there, get up to six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free. They're amazing sports book software. They got it all mobile wagering, in game wagering, whatever you need for your online sports book. Ace per head. They got you covered with the software. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Great, great time to have a small business. Great time great, to great have time. a small business. And uh, I don't know if you qualify for uh, the paycheck uh, protection loan. Consult your attorney. And, yeah, and regarding I'm sure all, you have employees that drive around. Regarding all business matters, uh, we are not uh, legal spokesmen. Consult your attorney on that one. Customer service agents. Yes, exactly. Uh, Kramer, we got a, uh, a big championship weekend. We have a pregame show, thirty minutes before kick, taking your calls, late props, injury stuff, picks, whatever. Wait, calls on the locker room oh. app. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, download the locker room app so you can talk to us. Then we're going to be doing a gambling simulcast with Better View Live. All you got to do is uh, sgpwatchparty.com. 
That kicks off. What are we doing? Uh, Twenty minutes. How many people as they're the typing? Game? How many people as they're typing sgpwatchparty.com into their browser are are wondering if it's safe to do at work? <laughs> safe to do on the lap the work laptop? It's totally safe. Totally safe. Definitely totally, totally safe. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be doing live the first half. Yeah. Of the uh, of the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I, I, if you haven't checked Chiefs them out, game, yeah, if you haven't checked them out yet, they've been fun. I mean, yeah, it, they've been a lot of fun. We're it, it's kind of like the uh, similar to what we were doing with the Sims commentary. Similar to the Sims, Sim Sims, but uh, obviously it's not strictly play by play. A little different. We're going to be updating gambling odds as they happen, and then of course post game show reacting to who is yep. heading to the Super Bowl. Hopefully uh, the line will already be posted. Give our early thoughts on that without giving out our pick, of course, and uh, taking your I, calls. I might be passing on this year's Super Bowl, Sean. <laughs> I don't know. Stay tuned. <laughs> oh my God! So much action. Oh like as, like I said before, the betting on the Super Bowl that is like betting on four games. So don't worry, plenty of action to bet on for the Sports Gambling Podcast. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Proud to announce I will be curating myself a review and reading it on every show from all time for the Sports Gambling Podcast. So go leave yours, and maybe I will read it while looking directly into the camera. <laughs> Kramer, let it ride. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.